have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. Ryan Jones here. Gator underscore nation underscore one. Bringing you the best Florida Gator updates. This is episode one of Gators Unfiltered, so let's get it started. Today we're going to talk about the quarterback situation. I personally believe Ember Jones will be the starter, maybe not by game one, maybe not by game two, but I definitely believe that starting a SEC play, he will get the nod. There's a lot of rumors flying around right now about Joe Burrows and possibly transferring to Florida. Um, I think we should have answers to this in the next coming weeks. So far, it looks like Texas, Nebraska, Florida are the early leaders. I don't see Nebraska happening, given that they are on Ohio State's schedule. Tom Herman does have a chance. I know he has two talented quarterbacks on roster right now, but Herman's a guy who recruited Burroughs heavily out of high school and is very comfortable with him. So that might be into play. But Florida just seems like the go-to team right now. Uh, it looks as though we're built for a championship this year if we could fix two main main pieces to this puzzle, and that's quarterback and O-line. I think with John Hevesy, the O-line is going to turn out well. I think they're going to start competing more, fighting for opportunities more. I think they understand that it's go hard or go home. I don't think this staff is going to take up with any... Any of the, the grief that the O-line's been giving, uh, they've been very weak the last couple of years. Uh, I expect to see a, a much better and more improved O-line this year. Uh, Joe Burrow, I mean, if you're looking at a talent standpoint of your options, ta- Florida has to be the most talented roster to go to right now, uh, especially if Grimes and Jefferson are cleared. I mean, you're talking about an offense that, has multiple, multiple draft picks coming in the next draft. Jordan Scarlett is going to be an absolute handful. Grimes and Jefferson on the outside. Cleveland, Tony, you name it, the list goes on. I I just think the weapons are there. And if Joe Burrow wants to come and compete for a national championship this year, Florida is his destination. Even if Burroughs comes, I still think there are a lot of packages to get Emery involved, to get him up to speed, help him understand the flow of the game, the speed of the game. It's very obvious that Mullen has a plan for Emery. If you look at the spring game and the limited touches that he had and the limitations that they put on him from a play call standpoint, it's very obvious that Mullen expects Emery to come in and be a very, very pivotal part of this offense, whether it be with his legs, whether it be as a full-time QB, doesn't matter. Emery's going to play. There's not a chance that Emery redshirts. Let's just nip that in the bud now because there is zero chance. I bet anybody $1,000 listening to this that Emery does not redshirt. Now let's get to the wide receiver situation. Um... Given that Shea Patterson was just deemed eligible this year, I fully expect the staff at Florida to get the paperwork started on <clears throat> started on Van Jefferson. I fully expect that this will play in the Gators' favor. I do expect to see number 12 standing on the field, game one, ready to go. Next to him will be Grimes. I've heard some things in the past few days that the eligibility of Grimes has already concluded. 
I'm hearing that he will be eligible. Uh, I'm also hearing that there might be reasons that he is waiting to announce this. If you look back and look where Grimes came from, him and Burroughs, they have a relationship. Uh, you're talking about backup quarterback throwing to young receivers. These guys practice every single day. They threw hundreds of balls to each other. They have some sort of connection. And I believe that if Burroughs does choose Florida, that Burroughs and Grimes are planning this out to create a national buzz around the program. If it is announced at any point this summer that Burroughs is transferring to Florida and that Grimes is eligible and that Jefferson is eligible, mixed with the talent on our roster, the national buzz will be incredible. I believe we are instantly contenders for the playoff this year. I believe we challenge Georgia for the SEC East, and I believe that we challenge Alabama for the SEC Championship. There is no doubt in my mind, if you give me those three players on this year's roster, even with the O-line play being average, give me average O-line play. And with those three guys aforementioned, we will be in, the, be in contention. There's no doubt in my mind. Just a side note on the situation to kind of wrap it up. Why would Jake Allen transfer before the season started? Ever since, ever since Jake Allen committed to Florida those years ago, it seemed like this kid would be a lock to graduate from the University of Florida, whether he played or not. So for Jake Allen to transfer when he did leads me to believe that Mullen needs a quarterback spot open this year for a high-caliber transfer to step in, and that transfer is Joe Burrows. So I'm excited to see what's going to come of this story. I wish this kid the best of luck on his decision. If he comes to Florida, go Gators. If not, you're fucking gator bait. Now let's step into my favorite part of the summer, and that is recruiting. Uh, recruiting is heating up for Florida. That's, that's undeniable. The visits over the spring were just absolutely unheralded by any other program in the nation. I believe Florida is after an elite class this year. I believe that later on in the year, we will see a lot of these recruits start to pop in Florida's way. Uh, we're trending for a lot of very, very talented players. Obviously, Trey Sanders at this point seems to be a UF lean. Uh, Lloyd Summerall is a very, very talented player that we will need. Uh, he seems to be very, very interested. There has also been a date set for four-star tight end Jaleel Billingsley. Uh, he will be scheduled to visit the Gators on May 19th. I expect big things to come of that visit. Uh, possibly on commit watch that weekend. Keon Zipperer seems to be tight end number one on the board right now for Mullen, understandably so, but if there's any chance that we can get both Keon and Billingsley in this class together, I, I think major waves will come of it. Also believe that getting D1 Black on campus is going to be huge. I mean, this guy is committed to Ole Miss. He's a freak athlete. And he's somebody that this class definitely needs. Um, expect to get some of the cornerbacks on campus soon. I expect visits to come out. I expect Pittman, Michael Pittman to announce when he's going to set up his official visit to Florida soon. He's coming off a visit to Oregon this weekend. And also Washington, who seems to be making big waves in his recruitment. Another guy to look out for for me is Naquan Wright. This guy is a four-star running back, number 10 in the nation currently, and that is after missing the entire junior season. Um, 
I expect this kid to be a five-star come signing day. I expect him to be one of the top running backs up there with Trey Sanders and Noah Kane. And I think that Florida has a legitimate chance to land both Sanders and Wright. To me, those are running back one and two, and there's not a close third. Um, what I expect from this staff is to really hit the ground running hard during the summer to get elite defensive tackles, get elite linebackers to go with Hopper, and also to really start building this O-line back to what it should be to compete for national championships. Um, very early for me, and I haven't done a whole lot of research in those categories. I, I will uh, update the recruits that I would like in a later episode. Um, but right now, focusing on the offensive side, Pittman is a guy we have to have. That's a must. Keandre Jones on the offensive line, that's a must. Trey Sanders, must. Um, we have to add an, probably two more receivers. I'd go with two running backs, two tight ends, four to five offensive linemen, and we already have the quarterback of the class, so that would wrap it up on on offense. On the defensive side of the ball, we need linebackers, linebackers, linebackers. And we also need a lot of elite cornerbacks this year. Um, Stingley is a name that comes to mind. Kimbrough, we've heard about in the past. Kyrie Elam. Uh, those are all elite talents. And then there's quite a few after that who seem very interested to get on campus and to see what what's going on. Um, Akeem Dent has said that he plans to schedule a visit to UF to see what, quote, DBU is about. If I had crystal balls, I'd go ahead and put them in for Tyreek Stevenson and Kyrie Elam right now today. I believe those are two 100% locks for Florida. Stevenson is probably going to be a, a day one starter somewhere in the defense. This kid is elite talent. I mean, elite talent out of South Florida. And Kyrie Elam, I mean, it's just watch the tape. That's all I got to say on this kid is watch the tape. He's going to ball, he's going to be a star, and this kid is, he's going to flirt. So to wrap it up on the inaugural Gators Unfiltered podcast, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think we have a major, major opportunity to build for the future here at Florida this year. Uh, I expect the top five recruiting class. I expect to land a couple of five stars and at least 15 blue chip prospects. I expect Florida to put a good product on the field with Mullen. I think we're going to surprise a lot of people with what Emery and the talents around him can do. So stay tuned for the next episode, and you guys have a very blessed day and live the best life that you can live. Go Gators.